Welcome to the Intuitive Rising Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Brooks. Up until about five years ago, I was your average mom of three. It was after the sudden loss of my father that my life changed forever and the rising within me began. Since then, I've embraced my gifts and have stepped into my role as an evidential psychic medium, past life reader, higher self mentor, holy fire Reiki practitioner, and published author. In this podcast, we will talk all things spiritual and healing through a very grounded and relatable approach. I hope you'll continue to join me each week, remembering who you always were as we rise together. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Intuitive Rising Podcast. I am your host, Amy Brooks, and I'm excited for you to listen to this episode today. I have the pleasure of introducing you to a friend and fellow lightworker, Brandy Bolton. Many of you may be familiar with her already as she has an amazing podcast. I hear so often that people find me through her podcast or vice versa, as I've been a guest on her podcast, Spirit Talk, multiple times. And she's been a guest on um, my other podcast, Soul Rising, that I co-host with a dear friend of mine, Erin, many times as well. But this is new for the Intuitive Rising podcast. Brandy is a very talented psychic medium. Um, She is a Reiki um, practitioner. And she's just amazing in all ways. I love the way that Brandy's brain works and I love how she says things. I find her extremely insightful and really, really easy to listen to and learn from. And so I wanted to share her with you. Um, In this, we talk about numerology. We talk about what numerology is, how to calculate some of your numbers, like your life path number. Um, She does a beautiful breakdown of all of the life path numbers, one to nine, and then also. So the master number is 11, 22, and 33. So you can figure out what your life path number is and then listen to her description on kind of what that means for you. Um, We talk about the energy of our own unique voices. And this really aligned with, you know, a message that I've been thinking about. In fact, I spoke about it earlier today on my Insta stories. And then this came up kind of really organically and spontaneously during our conversation. And so I thought it was so aligned, but about how we each have a specific resonance and energy with our voice. And, you know, we really were taking this guidance and advice for ourselves as people that show up and speak to the public with our podcast and with our businesses as spiritual practitioners, you know, about how, yeah, somebody else could say that there could be 10 other people talking about the same thing, but Somebody somewhere needs you to say the thing. They need to hear what you think, how you how you come to the table. You have a unique experience and you have unique things to say. And the way you say it is different than anybody else because you're different than anybody else. And so I really want to share that if you can take anything out of this podcast, overarching message is that you are unique and you have a specific energy about you and it's important it's part of you know this great wheel of life it's it's one spoke on the wheel and it's important that you are here and that you're sharing your own message in whatever 
way you choose to do that. So I'll leave you with that. There was a few aha moments here for me, including a number that's been following me here on this podcast and I've mentioned it you guys that have been listening um you know throughout will know that in the last couple of months there's certain numbers that seems to chase me when I'm recording the podcast so I'll look up and I'll notice that I've been recording for a certain number and uh that happened during this podcast as well and then Brandy kind of blew my mind when she told me what that meant I just looked down as I looked three 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 so okay the numbers are speaking perfect segue I hope you enjoy this interview with Brandy Bolton Hello. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, Brandy. It Hi. is so nice to see you again. So good to see you. We're just chatting off camera. We decided to bring the party onto the podcast. <laughs> Not really. We're talking about eclipse season and hair changes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just told Amy, I just started taking scissors to my hair and just chopping away <laughs> in eclipse season. It was it was a whole thing. <laughs> I've definitely done that before. I don't know if I've like... Um, connected it to eclipse season or anything with the moon or planets or anything like that but I've definitely done that before yeah me too yeah any like I when I look back at life I see like any major change or if I was really struggling or going through some sort of challenge I always would do something with my hair mm-hmm you yep. too and sometimes it's taking scissors to it in the bathroom without any plan <laughs> I ha I've done that so many times. I really have. I also like have some little bangs that I didn't have before. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. And you know, I think you have cur curlyish, wavy yes, hair I like do. me. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't always behave, but oh, that's okay. It's wild. But that's kind of what I was going for. I was like, I'm, I'm really kind of sick of just putting my hair in a ponytail. So let's get yep. it in my face and let's get it wild and free. And and that's truly what I did. I wake I up and it. I just wash my hair sometimes and it's just what it is. And that's kind of what I was looking for. So, you know, a lot of people would call us a little bit kooky for doing that. I think we're similar in a lot of ways. I know we are. Yeah, I used to always call myself, I'd often label myself impulsive. Mm -hmm. And maybe a little, but I feel like I've begun to reframe that too. So mm -hmm. it's not so much in, it's impulsive, it's maybe extremely intuitive, in tune with what's going on with me and ready to act immediately. That's somebody, what I was going to say, like somebody, a highly creative and yeah. a highly sensitive person. And you know what's funny too? I, I actually just did a reading with somebody yesterday and they asked me the question about like, you know, she said, I listened to your podcast. I know your story. I know how this came about in your life. And then you just did it. But like, what happens in between? And I was like, nothing. I just did it. And she goes, that's pretty ballsy, don't you think? And I'm like, <laughs> I think I'm kind of a ballsy person sometimes. Like when something's aligned with me, I just do it. And so, but do you find like when you just do something and you act intuitively on something, maybe impulsively, somebody else mm -hmm. might call it that. I don't regret those things. Do you? No, not usually. Not usually. But I will say that you have that, I think, a little bit more than I do with regard to, like, taking the leap right off the cliff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because I remember when I met you and you were, we were voice messaging and texting and stuff. And, and I had got a glimpse of your story and how you started in mediumship. And I was like, holy Dinah. <laughs> She did just do it. Go, girl. I did. You know what, though? I really and truly believe that I think there's some past life stuff there. I think that I was just ready to do it. Like, so, and It might have seemed like it came out of nowhere, but I think it was a lifetime of preparation. I'm sure you can you agree, like in your life, a lifetime of 100%, preparation. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But do you see me holding up my, my finger? Yeah. 
You're a life path one. Okay, so does that connect to that? That is like, uh, yeah, 100%. It's like, um, uh, first of all, it's the first number. Mm -hmm. So it's like always needing to be first, like first in their own life. And first, like, they're not a follower. They're like an inventor and uh, a person who's like really gifted with getting an idea and doing it. Oh, I love that. um, Who is a famous one? Uh, Nikola Tesla. Oh, I love Ooh. that. Yeah, and he, I love that his for mind me. just, yeah, I love that for you too. <laughs> I love that for you. So that, so when we talk about life path number one, that's a really good segue into what we're here to talk about today a little bit. We're talk, here to talk about all things. We're going to let the conversation flow, but we are going to kind of uh, talk a little bit about a numerology, which is, I don't think it's the way that I connected or met with you, but it's one of my earliest uh, interactions with you mm-hmm. was seeing that you were offering numerology reports this would have been like Mm -hmm. in 2020 i think maybe the end Mm -hmm. of 2020 and me saying sign me up i'll do it and you Mm -hmm. sending me a numerology report and i Mm -hmm. thought it was like so cool and so interesting and so validating so yeah so numerology what what is numerology brandy for people that aren't really it's a huge topic it is it is i love it it, to me, it makes sense. Like, it kind of ties in the logical brain in into the intuitive brain. Like, I just like how it kind of mixes and matches both of those things. Yes. Numerology is the relationship between numbers and real-world events. It involves okay. the study of the symbolism of numbers. Okay. So, each number holds a specific vibration. Yes. And kind of like astrology, it's you know, uh, an individual signature that you're born with and your numbers really make up the puzzle that is you, a little small part of that puzzle. And, you know, it isn't new. It's been around Mm -hmm. for thousands of years. Yeah. And um, the history goes way, way back. It's kind of hard to say exactly. Ancient Babylon even. Mm -hmm. But Pythagoras of Pythagoras theorem and you would have learned about him in math class Mm -hmm. and all that stuff a Greek mathematician and philosopher he was the one who report reportedly uh, was the first person to really organize the study of numbers into what we're calling numerology and you know a lot of people when they first start to awaken or reach new levels of of consciousness they see repeating numbers or specific numbers over Mm -hmm. and over again Mm -hmm. like one 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 two 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 or their birthday or whatever some people assign meaning to those numbers some people just simply see it as like a confirmation from the universe that they're on the right track uh there's kind of a few different camps there with seeing the numbers but Mm -hmm. either way every one of those people who are getting those numbers, it's kind of an understanding that numbers are a form of communication from the universe. Mm -hmm. And it's like a universal language. You know, we have thousands and thousands, I think maybe up to 6,000 or so languages on earth. And they're all so different, different. but numbers remain the same same for everybody. So... Mm-hmm. With the knowledge that numbers are like a universal language and everything carries a unique vibration. And you kind of pair that with a little bit of surrender to mysticism and being okay with not fully understanding it. Why wouldn't your birthday 
or your name have a deeper meaning. Mm-hmm. I am of the belief that we choose these things before we come in in with a soul contract. So, and that's all tied in. And in numerology, the main personality numbers are derived from your birthday and your name. Right. And they translate into numbers. So um, easily, you can easily tell your life path number just with your birthday. You don't need to do all these calculations with your right. name and everything like that. So we can talk about it more globally like that. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it can get quite deep. I do like to tend to look at it from a zoomed out perspective, but it can get into um, karmic lessons, karmic mm. debt. Um I remember. And it's just absolutely fascinating. Yeah. It's very fascinating. I was kind of nodding and smiling when you're talking about you feel like that we cho- I, I also feel like we choose our birthdays for sure. Um, and also our names. And I was smiling because I, 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 you might, I think I shared this with you, but I definitely shared it on this podcast that I feel as if my three children named themselves. Like they joke around saying they named themselves because their names came to me by way of dreams. Uh, <sighs> Yeah. So, you know, and especially with the boys, they weren't names that I had on my list. They weren't names that I ever thought of using, but I dreamt of them when pregnant. And then when I woke up, I'm like, there was no turning back. Like, it, it didn't even matter what my husband said. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just can't move away from this name. This is his name. You know, <laughs> like, I can't call him anything else. Um, you can have the middle last, middle and last name. <laughs> I got the first name. But yeah, I, I, I feel like they chose their names. Yeah. And you were yeah. tuning into I was tuning the energy in. of them already because they are in existence as a soul before they come in. And so, yeah, you're highly intuitive. You're psychic. You're medium. And 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 mediumship is not just communicating with people who have passed in your life. It's also you're able to communicate with your baby before your they come in. I, I certainly did. Awesome? It is awesome. Yeah. But I also yeah. think whether or not you're like, you call yourself highly intuitive or psychic or medium, like I'm sure there's many listeners. I think most of our listeners probably are leaning into that and discovering that about themselves. But maybe like your average person might have a name that just keeps coming to them or they're dreaming about it or they're seeing it on stop, like, you know, like a street sign or what have you. Or somebody's talking about that name and you're like, that name keeps showing up for me. I think that's a universal experience a little bit too, maybe. Oh, 100%. But you know, I believe, like, just if you're not doing (laughs) psychic work or mediumship work, doesn't mean you aren't psychic. Everybody has this ability. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's whether or not you call it that, like my baby named myself, or, huh, I don't know why, but this name just kept coming to me when I was pregnant, so I liked it, went with it. Yeah. And you and I might go, "Uh Uh (laughs) uh-huh. A little bit more to it than that. Exactly. So I love that. So with, like, this is a little off topic, but not really. What's your take on, like, um, I've heard people talking about this before, like, so if we choose our birthdays, do you think we also choose, like, if if we were to be born by C-section, we would choose that too, right? Maybe? Yeah. The date. Yeah. A lot of things around... Oh, choosing the date if yeah. you're born by... C- oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I've had people yeah. say, oh, you know, this was a scheduled C-section. Maybe, like, they were supposed to be born on a different date, and I, like, messed it up, and I'm like, no, I don't think that's how it works. I think if a date nope. was given, it was meant to be that date. Oh. Yes. Yeah. 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 I agree. To us, it's like a miracle that that's even possible, but there are so many things going on Mm -hmm. behind the scenes, behind this 3D world that we're in. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't matter how the baby comes, the date is chosen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it, which is it? So the life path number we've talked about. So if somebody was wanting to like dive into their numerology, Mm -hmm. um, 
we I can link some stuff in the show notes of you know where to go to find that information is the life path number probably the most important one yeah 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 definitely like it's similar to astrology in that there is a lot that you can dive into if you want yeah um if you just want to cruise by and see what's going on you know have a cursory knowledge of it uh life path is like your sun sign so if you if you say you're a sagittarius um then you would say your life path number you know there is a lot more to it but that's a general oversweeping overarching theme to your life yeah so numbers can be one to nine correct and then there's master numbers Right. So to find your number, you take your birthday and you just like line up all the digits individually. So like if you're born in December, one plus two, yeah, um, because there's two. So you take your whole birthday and write it out in numbers and add each digit individually until you get a number. Now, if that is a double digit, usually it will be, say it's 36, then three plus six equals nine. So you reduce it down, you boil it down, until it's a one to nine Um, with the exception of the master numbers which are 11 22 and 33 so if you get an 11 a 22 or a 33 you stop but that's how you calculate your life path and yeah there is tons of things online if somebody's confused in in hearing me speak it out it's not the easiest thing to to follow but you you add all the digits and what you get is what your life path number is Um, and it's one through nine and the master numbers 11, 22, and 33, which also, if you are a master number, you should read your corresponding um, single digit number as well. Like so, like, I, yeah, like I am an, an 11, yeah. um, but I also read two. And um, sometimes a master number might not even uh, kind of embody the vibration of the master number in their life, depending on you know how their life goes. They might always kind of be a two energy, anyways. Right. Yeah, so that's how you find it, and and you know a master number isn't better than having a, a, a regular number. It's yeah. not better or worse. In fact, master numbers, uh, if you do have a master number, especially as your life path, it indicates that you have kind of really an intensified life, which okay. means intensified obstacles, um, but as well as a heightened potential in your right. life. But master numbers can take a really long time for a person to, <laughs> well, master. Yeah. So this this potential sometimes isn't even reached until way later in life, if at all. Um, or, you know, you could have a child who's fully embodying, embodying their uh, level 33 master number. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it is it is a different vibration and it is definitely chosen. A lot of times people with master numbers also have a load of karmic debt and karmic lessons. Um, and they're kind of pairing that number to be able to overcome a karmic cycle in their evolutions of their, of their soul. So, yeah. So is is that what a karmic debt is? Is a karmic cycle? <clears throat> a karmic debt, as per how numerology uh, describes it, is if you have karmic lessons. Right. So when you're in a um, in between lives and you're choosing your life, mm-hmm. uh, oh well, this and that I didn't really get in my last few lives, like whatever it may be. Um, uh, abusing power or or something like that. That was and one of mine. Go, was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, most people do have some karmic lessons. Um, I've seen people without any at all. 
Very cool. And yeah, and they have also a beautiful mix of of numbers in their the rest of their chart and I feel like, oh wow, they really came here to be light and free. Yeah. <laughs> Not that life doesn't have its difficulties, but so you have your your lessons and you come in with them and if you really aren't getting it in this lifetime, it becomes debt, meaning it, it's something that you now must really resolve. Resolve. Yeah. yeah. And it's just so that our soul learns and grows and gets to where we want it to be. It's not anything anybody else is really putting on us. It's right. our choice. Inside. It's our, yeah. 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 So um, sometimes I've seen people just loaded with it and I go, wow, you really signed up for this. <laughs> like, holy smokes, are you in it? <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, that's beautiful. That's such a brave, courageous thing, which I think the soul is anyways. Um, I think my number was like, like 13 slash four. Oh, for your... Um... Yeah, my karmic debt. So I remember reading about it and I remember going, oh. Oh, you oh, had karmic debt. Yeah. That makes sense yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. So when a numerologist looks at the whole chart uh, with the name and all of the numbers, if they get 13, 4, 14, 16, 19. So 13 just becomes 4 because 1 plus 3. Okay. Yeah. So oh. 13, 14, 16, and 19. Yeah. Um, are the karmic debt numbers. Yeah. So if you yeah. had 13, 4, it is because in previous incarnations, um, you had this creative kind of energy that was misused. Yes. So instead of using it for good and really growing with it and shining your light, you may have become superficial, mm -hmm. uh, kind of slacking, not using that creativity. Uh, you could have been using your your words because you could have been really creative in your words um, to spite others, spite others, yes. uh, be, um, you know, gossipy, things yeah. like that. Um, and it doesn't mean you're a bad person. Every single soul yeah. goes through these kinds of things. And when you're in the life between lives, you're like, oh, I really, yeah. I really didn't get that right. I could have done such and such. And what I did was not that. <laughs> so let's go yeah. ahead and put this into yeah. a debt so that we can really, really get on top of this and, and, and evolve. And when we're in between lives, you know, as that soul there, it doesn't, it's not a, a judgmental thing, right? Like we really need to give ourselves some grace when it comes to other souls, lessons. other souls and beings are not judging us. I know we, we judge are judging us. Though That's I, right. I do do believe that even as a soul level, do you? it's not. Okay. Yeah, it's I not like it. we have no like. Oh, everything's love and light, and we right. have no regrets and all this. We don't think about other people and judging them, or and other people aren't judging us. But sometimes when you're floating up there and you're like reviewing your life, I mean, eventually you get over it and you're also learning surrender. But just because you're a soul, not in a human body doesn't mean you know everything and you're perfect. That's right. That is why there is an evolution. That's so right. yes, sometimes we are judging us ourselves. I've even seen numerology charts where I'm like, damn, they were really, really harsh and just tried to overload this to uh, feel resolved. And oftentimes that doesn't work. Oftentimes right. that's just getting you stuck in many more, or you have to, 
you have to take it and live it over four lives, not one. It's right. sometimes impossible, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So but, yeah, I do think we sometimes judge ourselves. <laughs> I, love, I love that point of view, actually. And as you were speaking, I was kind of reframing it in my mind. Judging might not have been the right word. I think it's more of like owning it, like taking responsibility for it versus like what we might do in our kind of human selves of like being defensive and being mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, like blaming everybody else versus just like taking responsibility and owning it. Mm -hmm. Does that, that, mm -hmm. hit, that hits better? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Just because you're a soul doesn't mean you can't be a little bit uh, self-deprecating in a way. Yes. And even, even souls who have been around and lived many lives can, can be not so perfect to themselves. <laughs> Yeah. But we have soul groups and soul families and they are there to help support us. Yeah. You know, we aren't alone when we're over there. And also we're not in a sea of billions of souls. We're with a crew, Yeah, you know, and they're there to be our teachers and we're there to be their teachers as well. So we're, I was smiling we're so supported. Yeah, I was smiling because I was just thinking in my mind about Ainsley McLeod's work. Um, oh, I love him. Right? He has a, a few books, but one called The Instruction. And I actually just listened to a podcast last week where he was a guest and he talked about all of this um, kind of stuff about soul groups, um, you know, soul levels, one to ten. Mm. Um, your soul I have to get type. some of his books. Uh, do do the instruction. It's really really okay. great. Uh, it's it's and there's also the old souls handbook which I don't have. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah yeah, it's amazing. So there's like kind of like little quizzes in it as well. So you can you can go on his website as well. It's Ainsley McLeod, um, where you can kind of figure out what your what your soul number is and what your soul type is. And it's not yeah. just one type. It's like kind of a hierarchy of like this is your main one. So my main one came up as what did it come up as spiritual spiritualism spiritualist i think <laughs> makes Surprise. sense and then it was caregiver <laughs> caregiver was like right underneath it i can't mm. remember them all thinker i think was number three but it's it's really cool to just kind of see how that influences your life Ooh, it is and i would yeah. love to see if people's numbers correspond to because i think he has a creative like are yes. you a creative one yeah he has a number of different performer soul comes types. up there's Ooh, a bunch of three. Them. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I'd love to talk to him. Three someday. is a performer. Because when you were talking about like, how do we calculate our life path number? I was like, I know what mine is, but I was doing my husband's. Yeah. So, and his, he's a three. And then okay. So self-expressive creative. Okay. Interesting. I'll give you keywords for all of them if you want. That would be awesome. Let's okay. do that. People so would love that. number ones are independent individuals. Okay. Yeah. Um, and with ones, they can be leaders or innovators or a combo of both. All of them are not excellent leaders. All of them are not excellent yes. innovators. Some of them lean into one or the other. Yeah. Um, sometimes they are ahead of their time, like Nikola Tesla. He had all these innovative, innovative ideas, yes. uh, but people weren't following him or listening to him he well he was genius be before his time he was suppressed yes. a little bit but that's a, a yeah. whole nother thing mm -hmm. um two are cooperative peacemakers they are um and if you look at the number two they need to be with people they need right. to be in partnerships they need to be cooperating right. and they're excellent peacemakers so they're between people who are um not seeing eye to eye and helping them to come, come together, things like that. Yeah. 
Uh, three, self-expressive creative. Um, there's tons of threes on stages. There's tons of threes who are musicians. Um, there's tons of threes who in their everyday life, whether their career matches three or not, are quite funny, quite quick, quite uh, communicative, mm-hmm. um, similar to a Gemini energy. Mm-hmm. Um, four is the dedicated worker. So, and 22 boils down to four as well. So <clears throat> dedicated worker, a person who really makes sure structure of things is sound, um, right. whether metaphorically or in real life. Like my sister is a four and she's a construction worker, literally. Okay. Um, and they don't cut corners. They want things done Properly. precisely. Yep. Yes. Uh, five, freedom loving adventurer. This person really doesn't want to be nailed down to one thing for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, also, and just through my own work, uh, intuitive work with numerology, I've noticed fives are very mediumistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you see your life path or uh, like a predominant number is coming up within all your the rest of your numbers, say you have three fives, yeah. but your life path number isn't five, like you, I think that was the case for. I'm um, bringing up the chart right now because I've still got it in my email. So <laughs> awesome. I know I have a five because you said messenger, I think. I, I think you have a f- at more than one five, but if you don't, it yes, it is like a, quite a mediumistic number. Um, number six, responsible caregiver. A person who is very nurturing, very much looking after everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, they can get burnout if they're not also turning that inward to look yeah. after themselves. Um, but they're like a pivotal person to have in community. Um, sevens are really the seekers. They're really spiritual a lot of times. They are the contemplative truth seeker if they aren't spiritual they're really throwing themselves into some kind of topic and really trying to get down to the bottom of it and oftentimes they don't get down to the bottom of it because they really love deep deep um things to contemplate and Mm -hmm. their questions just bring up more questions and they're okay (laughs) with that i love it i love it because my current name number is a seven (laughs) i love Mm -hmm, it so mm -hmm, since i've mm -hmm. taken my married name yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So once you took on that new name, your last name, yeah. you started to embody that seven the more. Seven. Mm-hmm. And isn't that true? Because you didn't become a medium until you had yeah, that name. Well, after that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, uh, sevens do need more alone time than mm-hmm. other numbers, uh, mm-hmm. usually. And number eights are the business minded leader. If an eight and a one get together to mesh their ideas and and uh want to really start something they could literally rule the world um and eights are quite logical and good at just figuring out business how to do commerce and whether that be in making actual financial money or trades or whatever there's there's always been eights and we need eights (laughs) i need i need eights in my life i do yeah yeah (laughs) um Nines are compassionate humanitarians. So nine's the last number and one through nine, it often is a cycle. A lot of times nines will be quite old souls and they will choose nine because they um, are really ready to be pushing out their energy toward helping, Mm. um, especially helping groups of people or causes like 
it could be with animals or people or or whatever like if they want to be a PETA member or you know because they are all about helping animals or you know things like that um yeah and then you get into the master numbers 11 22 and 33 and one kind of informs the other so 11 is the inspirational teacher the seer they they aren't really as much the doer as the seer they can see how things would fit well together and they can envision they're very very uh visionary and the most psychic number really um 22 master builder so they take the vision of the 11 and they actually make it happen think number four with being um about foundations well 22 and four are the same the master builder so they can really make ideas that the 11 and all the other numbers have come to fruition Uh, number 33 and this is like a christ consciousness number this is a really really um, big deal, but they don't get a lot of attention because they're oftentimes quiet on the quieter side. Uh, the master healer, so they facilitate healing for the whole group. Um, they re- their energy to be around really just is really comforting. Um, and I haven't seen very many thirty threes, and those that I have are usually walking a spiritual path. That was the question I had. How many? How many thirty threes have come? Have you come across? Amazing. Not many, and the Not ones many. that I have are spiritual teachers. Mm-hmm. And if they aren't, they're feeling that nagging feeling that they need to get in alignment because yes. they really have so much to give, to give. and yeah, they need to start channeling that. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Yeah. That was an amazing breakdown. I could see myself in a few different ones. So I've, I've got my chart up that you sent me back at the end of 2020. <laughs> so I've got life path number one, destiny number five, mm-hmm. soul number one. So oh, soul and life path the same. Ones. Yes. Uh, outer personality number four. Mm. Interesting. Maturity number six. Okay. So yeah, as you age, you become more and more nurturing. Yeah. More about taking care of other people. Um, yeah. And really giving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Birthday number nine. Hmm. And current name number seven. Where was your five? Destiny. Oh, de- Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that mean? Like basically, like <clears throat> how does the life path versus destiny versus soul number differ? Differ. Yeah, the destiny number is like just under the life path number is uh, how much it influences you. So it is like the second most influential number. Um, <coughs> and me. so for that one, we need the name and each name, each number, or sorry, each letter in your name corresponds to a number. Right. Um, and so you can find your destiny number that way by writing out your name, finding the number for it, adding it all up. Right. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's really... It, it can mean okay so the destiny number people can call it the expression number um or the name number there's a few different names for it um and it really gives a broad outline of opportunities challenges lessons mm-hmm. that you're going to encounter in the lifetime and just like the the name says it is your destiny so for for it for you to become a medium and your mm-hmm. destiny number is five to me is uh, i love that um you won't find anywhere online that five goes along with medium mystic uh qualities that's in my own 
um, kind of knowledge that yes. I've put together intuitively. But um, so it's it's already residing within you right but it needs to really be activated within your life um and utilized if you aren't tapping into your destiny number and really leaning into that you'll feel out of alignment um and you'll feel kind of this feeling like oh something's not quite right um but it is a number to take into consideration when choosing a career um you know it is your destiny so yeah you already have it all within you but it's something that needs to be activated and so it makes sense when you're using you as an example (laughs) because at some point you got this activation and and really started embodying that five and freedom loving adventurer well what's more adventurous than dealing with the dead (laughs) and And having the freedom yeah yeah yeah. freedom is huge and just like Mm -hmm. even freedom from like the the constructs of things and just kind of you know figuring things out as i go and dismantling old belief systems like all of that i feel like has this root of freedom like that's that's a huge part of my medium. Like that's a huge part. Somebody just recently asked me, how has grief changed? Cause I've recently lost my grandmother. I think mm-hmm. you know about that. How has grief changed since you've become a medium? I feel like I still feel grief. I'm sure you've have felt grief since cause you're a medium as well. Mm-hmm. Right. We haven't talked about who you are really. <laughs> We're doing this, you know, I'll do an intro video for this. So I will definitely introduce you, but you, sure. you are a medium. Are mm-hmm. you doing that? Like with, with clients yet? Is it like something that you're, I have been for years and it's okay. just not an official offering behind the scenes. So people come, yeah, people message me and we Find work you. it out and we set a date and Love it. yeah, it's this thread out there <laughs> of people who tell each other and whatever. Yeah. Is it the I do about small? one week, really. One oh, that's week, amazing. Bless my mind how it's like word of mouth, right? It's just like one person, one person. Like I remember in my first few months of mediumship, somebody like when I first started taking paying clients, I had somebody uh, in Indonesia and somebody in Australia. And I'm like, how did you find me? I'm like, I heard from this person. They heard from this person. I'm like, holy, like the world is <laughs> much more connected and small than you would think. Yeah. It's and crazy. I don't even have a website or an offering or anything. I love yet. that so I mean, much. eventually one day I will. But um, <laughs> so I am amazed too. And I always yeah. ask like, how, how? <laughs> how so yeah. Yeah, I know. But, I love it. Yeah, the real where I was going with that is just like, you know, life in general, I feel like my perspective on life um, has changed, obviously, since I've become a medium. And I'm sure that you found the same. But when it comes to things like grief, which we all experience, you know, we still experience the grief, but I I just have found peace within it as well. And I'm Mm -hmm. more likely to just surrender to the grief rather than, I don't know, um, like embodying the grief. Yeah, or being in resistance to it. Just feeling it. Mm -hmm. Just feeling it. Mm -hmm. So it's been coming in waves. Like there's there's days like where I'm not crying at all. Mm -hmm. Because this is quite fresh. It's only been two weeks. There's days that I'm not crying at all. And there's days that I'm like cry for five minutes and then I'm good. Mm -hmm. Move through it. So I feel like that's it. Mediumship for me has impacted my life in so many ways beyond just like, hey, I can. Yeah, I can probably speak to my grandmother at some point. I haven't just yet. I was just going to ask you, have she shown up for you? In, uh, with signs or anything with signs, like that? Yeah. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So I have shared this, but I'll share with you because you, I don't know if you saw my post. Um, I posted about one of the main ways that she's been coming to me. And she oh. actually came to me yesterday this way. 
Did you see the story? No. Okay. Tell me. So um, I did reveal it in like an earlier episode with another guest, but you know, not everybody catches every episode. So this might be new for some of you listening. It's certainly new for you, Brandy. Um, so the day that she, the like the week that she passed, she passed on a Wednesday. Um, like we kind of knew it was coming. Um, she was in hospice care, you know, mm-hmm. and um, the, the day before she passed, I was supposed to go and see her and I had plans to go and my family was like you really need to get there like I I don't want you to miss the opportunity to be there um but you know just stuff happened and I wasn't able to get there it was a three-hour drive away and so that night I said the night before she passed I said please like if you're if you can and you're not in too much pain can you wait till tomorrow so I can come and hold your hand and give you a kiss you know um and the next day I got up early and drove down and um spent the morning there in an hour, so she passed that day, um, 30 minutes after I left the room. Uh, an hour before she passed, at this point it was just my mom, my cousin and I in the room with my grandmother who was not like conscious, not aware, you know, highly medicated at this time. And um, we all just, our, our, our attention was drawn to the window. So her, her hospital bed was placed in front of two sliding glass windows overlooking the city. And these three morning doves landed on her balcony okay and my cousin is there every day because she lives close by and she's also in nursing and so she comes every day to make sure my nana wasn't being taken care of properly and advocating for her and all that and she's like i've been here like every day for like a year i've never seen any bird land on her balcony let alone three so we're looking we're like this feels significant so we take out the phone right we're, we're videotaping it and they stay there for over a minute. Like, I don't know the exact amount, but they were there for way longer than you would expect. And one, the one that was closest to the window was like, like this, like literally like looking right at my grandmother, tipping its mm. head, craning its neck. And we're all like goosebumps. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get the feeling, you're like, this is significant. I need to pay attention to it. And my mother can be heard on my video saying, do you think this means it's almost time? Mm. And I said, yes. And I think that it means that she's not going alone. Mm. and it was like an hour later she left and the day that I revealed that on a podcast about two weeks so maybe a week ago 10 days ago I hadn't seen another one since it's not like a common Mm. bird that I see all the time although I do know that they're a common bird I went upstairs and I sat at my table kitchen table and was having a cry make a cup of tea tea will always remind me of my grandmother Mm -hmm. and I look outside and there's two morning doves sitting on my windowsill and I was just sobbed and I was like oh my god thank you like I know it's you and then yesterday I was talking about morning doves and talking about my grandmother after and with a client and then I went upstairs to make a cup of tea and there's two sitting on my fence so I'm like oh so it just very significant I'm actually going to get a tattoo I'm getting it in a couple weeks right here it's going to be pretty big of a morning dove and he's going to incorporate different elements of my grandmother like a teapot and cool. um like some marigolds <clears throat> and a moon because she's my she i always called her my witchy nanny <laughs> she was highly intuitive um, cool i love that so much it was so beautiful don't you find that birds are often the signs especially doing readings and stuff um yes spirit can manipulate birds and birds volunteer to be so. yeah. used yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. So and sorry for your loss. Thank you. But even the like, uh, you know, if you look up like, what does it mean when a morning dove comes by or the spiritual meaning of it? It's all about messengers between realms. Um, oh. Yeah. Spe- specifically wow. morning dove. 
because um, the reason they're called that, I guess, is the little noise they make. Yeah. Sounds like somebody mourning. Oh. That's upset. No way. Mm. So it's morning with a U, not morning like yes. this time of day. That's right. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know either until all of this happened and I began to read into it a little bit more. So, also, there was three of them and there was three of you the, in the I room. I said that too. And you know what? The three of us that were there, there was people in and out of the room, like my aunt and uncle were there, you know, people were in the room. They weren't there at the moment. And, and I said that too as well to my mom and my cousin. I said, I think it's significant that there's three of them, there's three of us. Of everybody that's been here today, we are the three believers, you know, the other people mm. would be like, oh, like now, uh-huh. um, but we are. And so I felt like that was a message specifically, like three of you, three of us. Um, we noticed it. We, we knew it was a message. Um, we knew that she was being joined by mm-hmm. someone. I'm not sure. And do you think in the position that she was in, very close to death, that um, I think this, and I wonder if you agree, is that they can go in and out. They can go back and forth. Yeah, it's so funny you're talking about it. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, I talked about this with Erin a little bit on a, a Soul mm. Rising episode that we mm-hmm. did recently because her grandmother passed away uh, the end of March. And so when we met last month to record a couple months worth of episodes, I actually connected to her grandmother and did a, an on-air oh, mediumship connection to her. But in that episode, we also touch on dementia and Alzheimer's, which uh-huh. I know is different than what you're asking, but it's kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Um And I have felt intuitively when I've connected to my clients, loved ones, whether or not they had dementia or Alzheimer's or not, or they're just kind of in and out, in and out, Mm -hmm. I feel like they are kind of going back and forth. I feel like they're in spirit as well. 100%. And mine is for, like, I almost get that as a symbol for dementia and Alzheimer's. That's right. Um, Like when I feel, oh, he was going, he or she or whatever I'm reading, I've had this multiple times yes. at least five at least six times um oh they were going in and out i said uh, and and then i that's my cue to ask the sitter oh did they have dementia or some kind of and and i think it also happens with people who don't like your nana your nanny yes what did you call her i called her nanny like your nanny yeah um, it can happen as well, who didn't have dementia, but that's just because she's so close. With dementia, they go in and out for, you know, it's it's palpable in their energy because it's for quite a while because yeah. they've, they've had dementia for quite a while. Um, getting closer and closer to death, most people can go in and out. Um, I but totally I really agree. feel it in readings yes. for those who have dementia because they are doing it for you know, who could be a year, could be, you yeah. know, a long period of time where they're going back and forth a little bit. Well, her husband, so my poppy, uh, mm-hmm. he passed in 2009 from dementia and Alzheimer's. She was his mm. caregiver um, for years. He was doing the in and out thing. But I've had him come through in connections with like another medium read for me and brought him in and he brought up that kind of, I'm, I was mm. so confused when I came back, you know, then I was kind of lucid and I'm here like, what? Like, I want to go back to where I was. Like, what's, what's <laughs> reality what isn't um mm-hmm. but yeah i've had that come through from multiple people's loved ones in spirit and mm-hmm. then just yesterday i read a book in like the 24 hours i finished it last night uh wow. it is called the in <clears throat> the in between so it's by um somebody that i follow on instagram her name is nurse hadley 
Oh, so I she, think I follow her. Yeah, yeah. So she just wrote a book. Oh. Um, I pre-ordered it. It arrived on the weekend, and it's it's only like two hundred or so pages. So I was able to kind of, and it, it was like snapshots of different experience she had oh, as a cool. hospice nurse. Mm-hmm. And there was a there was a part she talked about where there was a a client that she, a hospice a client that she was. Um, serving helping and he had alzheimer's and she talked about that and how they go in between back and forth back and forth like she calls it the in between because you know go before she started to do this that work she was very religious um had ideas about what the afterlife was and and very concrete ideas of what it wasn't Mm -hmm. um did not believe in like you know, people, uh, like spirits coming at somebody's bedside and Mm -hmm. anybody being able to recognize that or talk to them or any of that kind of stuff. And her experiences, um, doing that work showed her that that's a commonality across all cultures, all belief systems, all everything across, across, it's a universal thing that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, and so her belief system is totally changed because most of her hospice patients, will talk to, and she'll know it's a sign that it's almost time because they'll talk to their loved ones and they'll say, my mom is here, like literally right here. Can you see her? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, her belief system was totally changed, but I, I found it a great book. I'd recommend it for you. If you're oh, interested. amazing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. It, I think it's become a bestseller like very quickly <clears> and, <throat> and I'm glad because I want people to open their minds up around that a little bit more. Exactly. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. And she became a hospice nurse for a reason. Guaranteed. She talks about that too, how she was like not at all, like that wasn't what she was, she didn't, wasn't even planning to be a nurse. She just, Mm. just found her and then the hospice piece came in and she's in that field is, has a lot of turnover um, Mm -hmm. because of the type of work, but she, uh, she's been at it for, I don't know, at least 10 years now. It was great. It's a great book, but yeah, literally I took a picture of the page that she talked about the Alzheimer piece because I was going to share it on my social media and then we just randomly brought it up today. So I feel like it was, I feel like it's all connected. <laughs> or was it random? Was yeah. It? No, no, nothing is ever random. So no. tell me more about what's going on with you. What's going on with me? People love you, by the way. I have so many people that find me because they listen to your podcast and that I've been a guest on your podcast multiple times. And they're like, I found you through Brandy. Um, and uh, go yeah. spirit talkers. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I just love the community and how we all just are like, you should check out her and you should check out her. And I know. I know. I'm all about that. sharing people. Um, everybody's yeah. voice has a resonance, just like the numbers, just like astrology. Mm. Everything has a vibration. And some people are attracted to podcasts um, and some people aren't. And those who are supposed to listen, listen. Um, That's You right. know, and it is something about how we say things, what we say, but also just our actual literal voice and what's coming out and how it sounds. Um, and, and who knows all of the stuff that goes into that, but... Uh, that's why I'm never one to be like, oh, don't listen to this or don't listen to that because I want it. I want you listeners. <laughs> it's like, no, share the wealth. There's somebody out there for everybody. Um, and just sharing spiritual knowledge is something that I know that I'm here to do. Hello, I'm a number 11. That You're is, um, you know, that. about illuminating uh, spiritual ideas. So that's really what's going on with me my baby is the podcast lately um Mm -hmm. 
Uh, there's more on my horizon. I don't know exactly how how or when or why. <laughs> I know the why, but how or when um, that will take place. But yeah, and and people can follow me on Instagram and on the podcast where I do um, episodes about all things spiritual, anything under the umbrella. A new episode will be out later, maybe tomorrow. I'm excited. Um, I love the yeah, podcast. So yeah. that's what's going on with me. And just trying to find balance. Mm. Uh, June has been a weird month where I do feel like we're being prepared for something. There's mm-hmm. a lot coming up, mm-hmm. don't you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm a little bit inward this month and doing work on myself and um, things like that. Therefore, I do feel, and I'll, I'll preface this, I feel a little disconnected, even though I'm not, but I just want to have people relate to this. A lot of people feel disconnected at times. Nobody's ever disconnected from spirit, from your That's right. uh, team, from your spirit guides, from angels, from source. Nobody's ever disconnected. We're all connected to one another as humans and to spirit um and when we feel this way like we're a little less so or or some people feel like they're disconnected they never are but when you feel like that it is just because you have to do life right now (laughs) you have to do life and get some experiences um before you can move on and um mediums especially really need to live (laughs) they can't always just be doing mediumship they have to be able to pull from things um, and that's their life and there's their frame of reference right so that's where I'm sitting right now yeah yeah, not to get too esoteric or weird about it but that's where I'm sitting right now and I do feel a preparation and the rest of the, the summertime is going to be big there's a lot of cool stuff coming down. I, I'm really I feel excited it. for you. I can yeah. feel it in your in your energy. That's really <laughs> exciting. I I was kind of laughing and smiling a little bit when uh, you were talking about resonance of voice and you know sharing, um, because I literally before about an hour before we we met this morning, I recorded on my stories that exact thing. Oh. Um, <laughs> Because I had somebody reach out to me, a friend of mine, another spiritual person, uh, reach out to me and say, you know, I'm kind of sort of getting a little frustrated because every time I have an idea of something to talk about on, you know, their podcast or on their stories or put a post out, I see somebody else has done it. And I said, okay, like, I get that. Mm -hmm. But I said, for me, let's reframe it. Maybe we're all kind of talking about something because it's in the energy right yeah. now. It's something we mm-hmm. need to talk about collectively. That's why we're all picking up on it. I said, but honestly, if you think about it, I don't think there's any such thing as like duplication of information. Like it's, there's, there's, you, you are not going to be the first person that's ever said something in the history of time, right? No. So, you know, and it could be that, yeah, we're all talking about numerology this week, perhaps, mm-hmm. right? But you could hear, you know, you could hear from nine other people the same thing that you've said to me or the same topic. Yeah. But for you, the 10th person that says it to me or to somebody else, it hits differently because of who you are, your life experiences, your energy, your personality, your frequency and resonance. And it it hits somebody. It gets them where they 100%. didn't, it did, weren't affected the first nine times. I said, so yep. don't worry so much about duplication of information. We're always duplicating information, right? But mm-hmm. we're unique in how we present it. Yes, exactly. As long yes. as you're not literally searching out things to copy. That's right. It has to, it has to come from, from you. you. Yeah. But you could 
accidentally, there is no accidents, but you could literally say the exact same words as somebody else, as long as it's authentic, it's coming from within. Um, If they have heard it five, ten times, they haven't heard it from you. From you, yeah. Exactly. And so sometimes that, and sometimes they've heard it before and it hasn't clicked at all until they hear it from you or that person who they're really resonating with who they're vibing with it is a vibrational thing it's we all find these matches that match our energy and and we can just take it in better you know yeah totally I love it that's something that I remind myself of often I had to learn that myself because you know I have an insecurity my human design five one right Mm -hmm. so the one the investigator but the insecurity of like having all this knowledge is like thinking that I could never have enough to share. So I, I like truly consciously actively have to get out of my own way and go, I know enough. The people that are following me are following me because of me. And so whatever I have to say is, is okay. And I, and I just allow myself to do it. Um, cause if you get into the game of like, somebody else has said that before, or somebody else wrote a book about that before you will completely hold yourself back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen how I've done that in my own life and in my work. Yeah. Um, so now I'm just like comparison trap. Yeah. And when you start doing that, it's like, okay, no time to stop looking outward at all. (laughs) Like for now and just come in and, and, and really put out what you want to, to put out. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you're not putting out podcasts, write, write out what your thoughts are, whatever, so that you can release it into the world. Um, yeah. Sometimes there is such thing as too much of looking, um, at other people. Uh, yeah. And it, and it, it zaps confidence, you know? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> That's kind of what we said because she, this person had said to me, um, you know, I've noticed some other spiritual people say like, if you have to just start on following people <laughs> and I'm just she's like, but that feels weird. And I'm like, you've got to do what feels best for you. You know, if it's, 100%. if you're really getting in your head. Yeah. yeah. I love Instagram. And I think I've heard a lot of people say, oh, I don't know how you could love it. Well, I do because I curate the yeah, hell out of it. What you're receiving. I, yeah. yeah. If it's not for me, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, bye. <laughs> it's not personal. They don't no. even know. They don't know you. They don't <laughs> you know? have any idea. Um, no. And I've literally made friendships on Instagram. Look at us. We're friends and we yeah. met that. We met there. So, yeah. And um, here's the other thing about those ideas and, the, and how you talked about oh, maybe we're all talking about numerology right now because it's in the energy. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, but you're reading it through your unique lens and right. like the energies and whatever's in the the ethers that we're all pulling at, we're, we're putting it through our filter. So it's never yeah. going to be exactly the same. But mm-hmm. also, if you, if you have a calling to kind of regurgitate your knowledge out there and put it out there and you don't, it gets sucked away by somebody else. I, it's, yes, it's given away. Thousand percent. You sat on it. You didn't do it. It's now moved past you and somebody else is going to say it. And they might say literally word for word what you were thinking. And that's happened for me. Like I've literally read a very, very well-known book. And I went, I could have written that book <sighs> and I didn't do it. And like, look at them over there, like doing world tours and multimillionaires. I could have <laughs> said that word for word. I, I love it. And I also have been shown that visual by spirit before, like kind of this like, you know, information highway, so to speak, in yes. the energy. And it's like, if you have the idea, you have the inspiration, grab onto it is for you. It wouldn't come to you if it wasn't for you. But if you don't, it's going to move on to the next person. Yes. So I remind myself of that. And I'm like, why not me? It's here. It's come into my brain. Why not me? Like, 
Yes. That's, that's something I remind myself And it all can the time. become a bad habit. Yeah. Not, you know, sleeping on your ideas all the time. It can become a bad habit. So um, by, by getting out of your own way and just doing it, and like what we were talking about at the beginning. At the beginning, like, I'm you're full ballsy. circle here. Yeah, you're this really ballsy. By getting out of that way <laughs> and just doing it, that's the practice of actually being able to get good at it and being able to, you know, get out of your comfort zone with more ease. <laughs> I love how that was full. I was thinking of the same thing. I'm like, this is full circle moment. This is what it means to be ballsy. It just means, hey, why not me? It's right here. I'm just going to grab yes, it. Yes. Mediumship's at my door? Okay. I love that's a perfect ending I think that's a great message for all of us whether it's mediumship psychic abilities Reiki numerology whatever it is you're interested in and doing yeah why not you yes it's there for a reason things don't enter your life like that I don't think if they're not meant to be explored no and your interests are there for a reason yeah Yeah. and I don't know about you but my interest like my interest in this kind of stuff in the medium mm-hmm. psychic intuitive mm-hmm. world has been there my whole life same and it's like a revolving door and it just keeps showing up and it's like you know i didn't walk through it until i was in my 30s but uh, yeah. i could have right i could have but i also believe in divine timing yes yeah 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 you had to live you had to live and get those experiences and that's right and now you're phenomenal and amazing Aww, thank you well ditto <laughs> i think the same about you um you know, and I hope to have you on multiple times on this podcast. You're just a wealth of information. That's what I love about your podcast so much. It's like <laughs> the the depth of information that you share. It's like I well, get deep. She's like, you're like a walking encyclopedia. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I wouldn't go there, but I do love learning from spirit. I yes. love learning from spirit. I don't know that I'll ever stop doing readings on the download that nobody can order on a on a website <laughs> um, because I learn from spirit. Um, and I'm really interested in spiritual philosophy and those spirits that know that give me such beautiful tidbits and information and feelings and I'm here for it. (laughs) Yeah. I I love that so much. Thank you so much, Brandy. Um, Thank you for having uh, me. I will share, I will share all your information, how to contact you if you're you're, at spirit talk 13 on Instagram and spirit talk with Brandy Bolton, which is the podcast. Yes, and I'll share it all in the show notes for all of you, and we'll share some links for numerology and all of that stuff. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks, Amy. Bye. Thank you for joining me for another episode here of the Intuitive Rising podcast. If you would like to continue the chats and join the community, please join us over on Facebook and search for the Intuitive Rising community. All are welcome. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider giving it a five-star rating. If you'd like to connect with me directly, please visit my website at theintuitiverising.com.